Welcome everyone to the Fresh Off The Screen podcast. This is your weekly podcast where two siblings get together to talk about all things relating to film, television, sometimes music, and a sprinkle of video games. If you want to support the show, please follow, subscribe, comment, rate, and all that social media mumbo jumbo. We also have our social media channels in the description below. I am one of your co-hosts, Amanda Man, also known as Aman. And on the other end, we have the one who definitely works a little to ball a lot, Harvey. What's up, Harvey? <laughs> so that's a part that of right reference. That's just in case <laughs> people didn't get that. <laughs> that is very true. That is very, very true. Um, no, no. The, uh, how are you? I've been good. I've been good. I mean, I've been yeah? watching Parks and Rec, thanks to you. <laughs> After The Office, I realized that, okay, you know what? I'm going to just check this out. I watched it like when it first came out. And like you said, like the first season was horrible. Yeah. And first season was only like a couple of episodes, so it wasn't that bad. But like when you go into the second season, it was like, okay, this yeah. is like a comedy comedy. This isn't like this office pseudo comedy thing. No. This is like a proper just comedy, have fun, just enjoy and laugh. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. And I really, I mean, seriously, the moment you have uh, Rob Lowe and Adam Scott, it just completes the cast in such a nice way um, that I loved it. Yeah. And you can tell that Rob Lowe initially wasn't, his, what his main character is kind of known for what he was later on with his right. character and as you can tell he just was playing like a specific character and over time he becomes very silly very funny right. all of a sudden so i'm like okay so like they, they, maybe they had a conversation with him maybe he had a conversation with the director being like right. okay let's expand this character let's make it like more funny and then it just came out comes out to be like <laughs> he comes out to be one of the best characters basically oh i know like him um obviously andy as well like he had such good growth it was impressive um, yeah. as a character. Um, I'm, I was always on the fence with Anne. I'm not sure oh, yeah, why there was just something about the character that was just very weird and iffy. Um, but I like, I like, uh, I like the progression. I like the way they've sort of set up everything. Exactly. Um, I mean, Tom Haverford, like Aziz Ansari, he's just, he just kind of stays at that level throughout. He just plays oh God, yes. Aziz Ansari, basically. But same with, same with Ron Swanson. Like, Ron Swanson is yeah. Ron Swanson. I think that was one of the characters they probably had already created, so it doesn't look like there was much of a change. Yeah. Except for the ex-wives and things like that. They exactly. Just... And I, I I think you see, I mean, so far, like, even with April, you, which is Aubrey yes. played by Aubrey Plaza, like, you see her progression over time as well, because it's the same thing as... Um, Chris Pratt's character, like you see that silliness mm-hmm. or you see a certain mm-hmm. character, but over time they keep adding more to it. But I think with Ron Swanson, Tom Haverford, like both of those characters are just like set in terms of like, okay, this is, we even watch you by this level throughout the entire show. Right. I, um, like, I know everybody's still reeling from WandaVision over the last few weeks, but yeah. can I just say how underappreciated Catherine Hahn has been? Because oh, her agree. role in like what, four or five episodes in Parks and Rex is so memorable. Catherine um, is like one of the best ridiculous. actors out there. She's so funny and she's so good. It's is she's so impressive. Like I I love the 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 slew of guest stars that they got, which actually came out to be so wonderful. Yeah, like with her, Paul Rudd. I mean, he's he's just Paul Rudd. Exactly, that's all he is. Like that's the best way to describe it. Um, they did. Um, yeah, and I I love that show. I haven't gotten through all of it yet because I got distracted. Um, and I want to talk about why I got distracted. Um, I have a statement to make. Okay, so you want to you want me to say right now? I have a to call HR. Or is is this (laughs) what's happening there? (laughs) I have a proclamation. Disney's one. That's it. 
Disney uh, like has won. The election, the presidential yeah. election for 2025. It's won, it's won everything. With the launch of Disney Star, I uh-huh. think Disney shot Netflix by so much. I did not expect that. Is it because of the star not... aspect that make you think this yes. way? Or is it because of the oh, Disney absolutely. TV shows? Okay. Absolutely star. Because if you look at what it, what Disney had and what it was providing, you could say, yes, it's comparable to Netflix. It's coming up with new stuff. It's got old stuff, nostalgia, blah, blah, blah. Great. With Star, it's suddenly like it's got a whole new collection of Netflix that has just combined into Disney+. Plus. It's also a lot of new shows, the, which was surprising. I, was, yeah. I, was, I wasn't expecting that. But new shows, but old shows. When you talk about nostalgia, there's the, there's the, there's the kid nostalgia of Disney stuff, but there's the mm-hmm. adult nostalgia of sitcoms, right? Sitcoms and ridiculous sitcoms like uh, Baby Daddy. Or eight simple. <laughs> I remember rules. that show. I think it was you. Yeah, do you remember? I think it was your mom. Yeah. That made me watch that show. I remember right. that. Um, eight simple rules, like John Burr. Oh, like yeah. how amazing was that show? That was um, um the one where the lead actor passed away, right? And then uh, John David Spade. John yeah. Ritter. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, Melissa and, and Kelly Joey. Kuko. Yeah, Kelly Kuko's Kelly first Kuko. like. That's her big yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, wow, I forgot. Right. It. And then I've been watching Melissa and Joey because again that was so funny with Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. And um, it's got this whole selection of movies, uh, new ones like Jojo Rabbit, which I want to talk about, but also like older ones like uh, Kingsman. Yeah. Or like it's it's got such a good selection. I am beyond impressed. Since Star launched uh, five days ago, I have only watched Star, <laughs> which has not happened, especially because I now have like four subscriptions. Oh, wow. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and when I switched it on, when I looked at the selection, the only thing going through my brain was Disney's one. Disney's one. Disney's one. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't think how Netflix can compete. I mean, the only thing that Netflix just, can... The, the thing is, Netflix just has um, a sheer number. And mm-hmm. I think that's what kind of uh, sets them apart because they were first... I, I don't want to say they were first. I'm sure like there were other streaming services that were trying at that mm. time but Netflix was the one that kind of break through kind of broke through it's kind of like the same as Uber mm. versus Lyft and all these other right, you know right. like the uh, uh, driving apps and whatever Netflix is just so far ahead that the only way I see them actually falling through is by someone like Disney and mm-hmm. if Disney starts putting stuff in that's not Disney because Netflix has Netflix original but they also make so many deals where it's not Netflix stuff that comes on if Disney somehow and obviously, it's not, not going to happen, right? Mm. But Disney somehow is like, we want, we're going to put the next, uh, the season of Friends or whatever on our mm. thing. We're going to put The Office, you know? But obviously, yeah. it's, all these shows are obviously belong to like NBC or whatever, right? Yeah. So we know it's tough. But I think if Disney, which they are doing by going with Star because they own Fox properties, so mm. they can push stuff like um, yeah. Simpsons, which already is there. They yeah. can push stuff like Family Guy and everything now. They have Futurama, which is like one of my yeah. all-time favorite oh, shows, really? which I'm so excited to watch. Yeah, it's like, so it's stuff like this where... It, it doesn't always be to be Disney. I think that's how you can differentiate mm-hmm. yourself from the crowd. But also... At 100%, I marked my word today, in a year's time, when it's March 27th, 2022, <laughs> the price of Disney Plus ha- will have gone up. Of course, yes. Yeah, so they're gonna, they're gonna, mean, it's going to be like Netflix. Yeah. But, but the thing that Disney has that Netflix doesn't have, no matter how many originals Netflix releases, Disney is a production house with years and years and years and years of content. They've now bought Fox Properties, which is also yeah. years and years and years of content. 
they can't bypass that nostalgia. They can't. So Netflix content will come and go, right? Depending on the deals, depending on yeah. the rights, depending on whether the actual publisher of that Universal or Paramount or NBC are launching their own thing. Paramount's launching their own thing. NBC's launching their own thing. Universal's Paramount Plus, launching right? Their I think it was thing. just announced. Yeah. yeah. So they're launching all of this stuff, which means slowly Netflix's collection will go down. Yes, it might go up again because all of these won't survive, but that'll be like 10 years down the track. But Disney has all of this information right now. Yeah. So if there was anything to set my brain to say, you will never give up the subscription, this was it. Yeah. I know that there will always be something to watch on Disney Plus, but with Netflix, there's always so much of, oh, do I want to watch that? Oh, is that too serious? Or oh, maybe something else. Yeah. Netflix has gotten to that level of maturity, but it's not earned that maturity, if that makes any sense. I, th- I think the thing with Netflix is that, like, uh, they are, I'm sure they're realizing that all these other companies that have all these amazing properties that were either, you know, in a sense, renting space at Netflix and were giving them all these titles mm-hmm. are saying that, hey, we actually have a lot of titles. Why don't we make our own streaming services? And now they're also saying that Netflix, get, this is ours now. Give, give it back. This is yeah. The Office was your biggest streamed show. The Friends was your biggest streamed show and whatever. Give it back. We, we want it back. And Netflix is kind of like, that's why you, you see now like stuff like Firefly Lane and stuff like that's coming out where Netflix is just mm-hmm. churning out stuff like crazy because they're like, we need to fill everyone's tummy with something. We need to right. give them something that they have to watch because all these things that they were watching and they were re-watching all the time, it's going to go somewhere else. And it a lot, like the thing with streaming services is it's cheap enough where you don't mind having multiple uh, ones, but yeah. at the same time, you do reach a point on a, in terms of multi-spending where if you do look at it and say, okay, I already have Disney Plus, I have Amazon Prime, I have, let's say I have Hulu and Crave or whatever, like I have all these other things, do I really need this other one? Or I need this other one because it has Ben Kenobi, right. Loki coming out, all this stuff. But do I need Netflix? Do I really watch Netflix? Like I'm watching Firefly Lane. I feel like I lost like ten hours of my life. Should I like, should I just unsubscribe? You know, like I think that's what when Netflix should be afraid, and that yeah. will happen by the end of this year when all these streaming services are out. But they should be afraid. The thing is, they don't have to be afraid in uh, in any area outside of the U.S. or North America. Because the problem is all of these streaming services are going to be US only, whether it be Paramount Plus or the old CBS one, even HBO Max, right? These are yeah. primarily based in the US. So it's not going to touch other countries, but the problem is the rights are going to start dwindling because the other countries will start getting something up. Now, if yeah. Disney starts making those deals, for example, because Disney Plus is in all these countries, Again, it'll take content away from Netflix. My yeah. problem with Netflix is I'm I'm still on the fence with their original stuff. I don't think it's impressive enough. I don't yeah, think... Yeah. I also think they've been canceling so much shit that it's actually getting more annoying. Yeah. Because I don't want to get invested into anything because I don't know whether Netflix is going to renew it or not. And then they renew stupid stuff like the key thing or whatever that was. Lock, Lock and key. key. And again, I'm not blaming the source material. I'm blaming the creation of it all. Uh, why did Witcher do a lot better? Because people actually spend the time actually doing a good job. Netflix is trying to churn this out in such a short time. I think they're going to lose. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to sidetrack because, uh, uh, like, I don't know, obviously, uh, I was just thinking about HBO Max and Justice League and all that stuff because <laughs> Justice League, the Snyder Cut is coming out, I think, in like a couple of weeks. Yes, and I'm like, yes. really. 
by the way, I, I just kind of, uh, I had like a weird confusion in my brain. I, I meant to say February 27 earlier on. I just realized it's not March. <laughs> I don't know what happened. This is what happens when you're in lockdown. You, this is what happens, man. Every but day way, is like another the same day, yes. Exactly. But for the Justice League thing, right, they're doing a Snyder Cut and I kept, I kept reading more and more about it. And like, it's four hours long, first of all. And Seriously? I'm like, wait, and, and there was, apparently there's like, uh, this is all like out there. So I'm not like, it's no spoilers or anything like that. Mm. There were actually like, us, uh, apparently like, um, uh, Zack Snyder and like a bunch of people sitting down and kind of talking about all the added stuff and all the stuff that they kind of mm. put back in or reshot or whatever. And they were talking about a whole section where Deathstroke works with Batman, like uh, with Ben Affleck's Batman, um, you know, to take someone down or whatever. And I just remember watching the original Justice League movie and I'm like, we see Deathstroke for two seconds at the end. So you're telling me way back, you shot all this footage and you in the final movie, you completely cut everything? Like, Hold on. I thought his only part was to do a setup for the second movie by showing exactly. up on that boat in the end of the thing. Apparently there's so much and like there's a whole section with Darkseed in that other area we, we which we see for literally like seconds and it goes yeah. back and we're like, what the hell was that? And we never see it again. And it's like a whole section just based off of that because they shot all the stuff around that area. Mm. And same thing with Joker. Like you see Joker, uh, Jared Leto's yeah. Joker in full Joaquin Phoenix Joker mode. Not like right. his other version. And I'm like, so I don't get like, uh, because again, like, look, it, the, I mean, it was unfortunate what happened around that time because, you know, Zack Snyder mm. had to step away. Like as a father, of course, he had to step away. Like, I don't want to just jump to conclusion and say Joss Whedon is horrible at this or something because he's done a really good, great job with Avengers. But like, it, it has there has to be some miscommunication or something that happened where like so who was cutting this no needs to be fired <laughs> can, I I be, can i be honest i have a very horrible 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 feeling that warner brothers went hey joss whedon can you marvelify it yeah and that's what they tried to do but that's not what justice league is that's not what the dc comics are and the fans know this yeah why do you, there was such a big backlash i i think and again joss whedon joss whedon's brand of superhero is that yeah. Random jokes, some moments of seriousness, but yeah. jokey, jokey, fight, fight, and that's pretty much it. Like, if you look at his entire history, whether it be as back as Firefly or Buffy to um, the Marvel movies, that's who Joss Whedon is. Yeah. So, Warner Brothers knew what they were signing up for. Exactly. At no point, I think Warner Brothers, I don't think anybody actually had the, the guts to go, hey, dude, can you keep the theme of Zack's stuff together? Like yeah. um oh, who's the who's the who's um Ron Howard? He came in to complete solo. Yeah. Right? When uh the original directors departed. Mm-hmm. But at that point the story had mostly been finalized, all of that was done. There was pretty much creative differences. But exactly. he came in and he came in to finish the movie with the vision that was set out. Yeah. But I think Joss Whedon went, all right, then it's my movie now. I'm going to make it my way. Thank you, yeah. Zach. Let's go for this. But yeah, it was just, I, I mean, look, in saying that, I don't think the original Justice League is horrible. I've actually watched it a couple of times. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think But it's I think like, when I found this out, I'm, yeah. I'm even more excited because I feel like Justice League was so, you know, badly done by right. people not even like by the end of the movie but it was just so like it was just so put down by everyone that oh dc comics dc what are you doing don't try to be like marvel and i'm like i'm like no trust me there's so much here man like as a dc fan and now when i see all this and i read this i'm like 
oh my god there was so much there this entire time this entire time i've been thinking i'm like yo why am i putting all my eggs in this dc basket because it's not going anywhere <laughs> and like now i know all this and i'm like wow so they did actually do what i wanted to but like they just unfortunately Zack Snyder wasn't able to do that no and honestly at that stage warner brothers had a choice they could have just gone look our director's going on a sabbatical can we park this for six to eight months Oh, yeah, exactly. And uh, they decided to not go that way. And that's yeah. also where a problem is, because when you get into these very cultish sort of areas, right, of comics and the themes and stuff like that, I think the studios have to be brave enough to go, nah, dude, we need this guy. Um, let us park this. People will understand. Exactly. And we would have understood. At no point yeah. would we have gone, no, 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 release the movie right now. We don't care what's happening in his personal life. No, we would not have done that. Yeah. Um, in saying that, I think Joss Whedon's getting enough bad shit at the moment. So, yeah, I don't think uh, he'll be hired for any uh, superhero movie, just movie in general for a just while. Just movie or show in general, because I think he stepped away from another one that he was developing for somebody as well. So... Um, yeah, I mean, it does seem like he's just a horrible boss. It just that's from yeah. what I've read. Again, I, 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 I know it's all allegations and stuff like that. You and I have no proper information about this, but just based on what we're reading, it goes back to like all the way to um, Buffy the Vampire Buffy. Slayer and everything like that. So it's yeah, it's it's unfolding uh, like in front of our eyes. Right. Um, I know that recently, uh, Ray Fisher, like his apparently his, his uh, stuff was apparently disputed by the Warner investigation, which I'm like. Uh, again like i'm like wait a second but he kind of said this against you and you're investigating it i mean i don't yeah. know if i trust that completely but you know but also um he didn't say like he the, he, the, he had a problem with the with the president i think at the time yeah but this is what happens when the studios and this was this was a very old school way i don't think it's gonna happen now right now studios are ready to drop people at the drop of a hat yeah they don't want to be tainted by it they don't want to be cancelled for the yeah. lack of a better word. So back when when Justice League originally came out, was it 2017? Yeah. I say. No, 2015, right? 2015. When it first came out, that was still the old world. 2017, you correct. Yeah. So that was still the old world. That was just the beginning of like all the whole Me Too movement and stuff as well. So yeah, literally the beginning. The, the, yeah. So the production houses were still standing behind the directors. Uh, the actors were dispensable the producers and the directors were not yeah and and that's exactly what what we can see we, we are what we understand it was happening so look i mean if, if something comes out of this great you know i'm glad that those guys are speaking up but i think joss whedon's got enough of a bad rep at least with justice league now that i think he might stay away from superhero movies for the moment I know, yeah. saying superhero movies i read somewhere that they are rebooting superman but with jj yeah, abrams yeah, yeah why yeah. we had a decently good superman Oof. like i know batman v superman was stupid but we had a decently good superman so what I, from what i understand first of all can we please this is just like a psa for everyone can we not look at jj abrams as a reboot guy thank like, you like why are they, it's like oh star trek good job uh, Star Wars, good okay. job. Now do it's like no. He stop, did a please. good job. He did a good job with Star Trek simply because this is my personal opinion, and I am a, I am more of a Trekkie than a Star Wars person, anyways. Yeah. But I think the only reason he got away with Star Trek was one story. He was not alone. He had people like Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orsi, who Alex Kurtzman, who's now involved in the whole Star Trek TV franchise, 
So that made a lot more sense. Um, and he was not alone. And yeah. also Star Trek is so um, episodic, right? That as long as you've got a decent story and you've got brilliant actors, you got to do nothing because the yeah. canon is already there. Star Wars, we saw the true J.J. Abrams. He did not know how to do something any different. He yeah. could only yeah. do what had been established. So giving him Superman is making me very mad. Like, very mad. So what I understood, like, there was always there were always talks happening about rebooting Superman or at least getting someone else in because it does seem like, and obviously I'm not 100% sure, but it does seem like Henry Cavill maybe didn't see the right direction because after Man of Steel was great. I like Man of Steel. Mm. But then after Batman, Superman, and Justice League, it went in a direction where I feel like even Henry Cavill was like, okay, this Superman is unfortunately tainted by all this mm. weird stuff. And who knows, after Justice League, this one, if yeah. the side cut, and I, I do hope that it does well, maybe people will be like, oh my God, this is amazing and there's enough enough of an outcry by people that know we want this set of group. We, obviously, Ben Affleck's already gone yeah. uh, in a way and they cannot find a way to like kind of change that. Mm-hmm. But like to remove Henry Cable, I, I honestly do think that it's also coming from him that he must have said that, no, I'm not liking this. I'm enjoying my stuff with The Witcher. I'm enjoying Mission Impossible stuff, whatever he was doing. He has no, so much other stuff happening that he's like, look, I'm good. I did my I mean, stuff. Uh, I get it. He was Superman but, for three movies, which is more than know, most. Which is more than, yeah, I don't know. I, but I, I get it. But where I'm coming from is this. They've now got two Batmans in the actual yeah. universe, right? They've effectively got uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman, whatever. You've got, which is, oh, whatever. We'll see that when that comes out. Uh, you've got the Joker. You've got the Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. They are all living in a separate universe, apparently. Yeah. And then you've got the Batman, you've got the Ben Affleck Batman and the Jared Leto uh, Joker, Joker yeah. and the Harley Quinn universe all in one little bucket on one side. And yeah. that's all, uh, that's where the Justice League stuff is happening. Uh, that's where the Wonder Woman movies are set. That's where the next Aquaman's going to be set, right? Yeah. That's where the new Flash movie is going to be set. So suddenly yeah. we're on these three distinct universes. So what if they're saying, hey, Keep the Justice League going the way it is. Let's throw another dart somewhere and reel and open a fourth universe with a different Superman. Because yeah. from what I read, this is about a Superman who falls in, but he changes his name to something else, and he's not Clark Kent. And I think, or I think that's what one of the recent comics are, right? So maybe what okay. they're saying is keep this universe together. They come together for Justice League movies, blah blah blah. And then we've got three distinct areas now. You've got a Batman, you've got a Joker, and you've got a Superman. And then let's yeah. see what sticks. I think that's where Warner Brothers is going now. Spend the money. Let's see what sticks and what people like. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I think they're just trying anything at this point because, uh, unfortunately, Wonder Woman, like, you know, because it wasn't really out in theaters. We can't really blame it for that. But in general, I think they did expect it to do better, especially in the outside market. I think it didn't because outside markets are still kind of open. And they didn't, it didn't do as well as they thought it would. And why would it? I mean, other than Pedro Pascal, the entire movie was pretty bad. So, like, they can't, they can't expect, <laughs> you know, you can't expect magic and stuff like that. Can I just well, say the, the love for Pedro Pascal across the world yeah. is amazing right now? It, honestly, it's reminding me of Peter Dinklage at one point 
where people yeah. just loved Tyrion and like he yeah. was coming in everything he was in the game Destiny he was like coming he was just becoming like this yeah. like geek god all of a sudden you know and it's the same thing right now with Pedro Pascal which I love so I'm, I'm all for the last oh, of us oh god which, yes which would be awesome yeah, yeah. Every, every new thing that comes out and they're like oh he should play it but see, I mean, that, and that right now, Aquaman did really well. And Aquaman 2 is in the works. And I'm worried that mm-hmm. it's going to go in the same direction as what happened with Wonder Woman. Because the first movie was great. People loved it. And then mm-hmm. Aquaman uh, was also really great. But the sequel for Wonder Woman, I don't know what happened. Even, like, I mean, there's reports that, you know, they had to change the ending because of because Warner Brothers told them to. So there's been reports of oh, all really? this. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, that's why I'm just like, okay, there's... It's it's like an issue where Warner Brothers just keeps shooting themselves in the foot because at least Marvel seems to just let their creatives do their thing, yeah. And you know maybe take out stuff if they feel like it will harm their brand. But Warner Brothers just seems to like kind of put their hand in everything and, and like look what's happening. And I feel like the, DC just needs to be taken away from Warner Brothers, in my opinion. But, Marvel, but like- you know what? Disney buy it. Oh my god, Disney, please buy it. <laughs> like Actually, that would be amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But can you, I feel like if we went back to episode one of this podcast, we would still be saying the same, we were still saying the same thing yeah. that Disney, that Warner Brothers have just screwed it up and they are still screwing it up. Like yeah. I, I actually had really high hopes for Warner Brothers, like yeah. really, really high hopes because DC is just more information and yes, Marvel got a head start or whatever, but DC just had characters that everybody knows. Everybody, the people only knew spider-man from marvel yeah and, and batman is arguably arguably the most popular superhero because spider-man oh, is obviously nice. quite close to second but batman was like because of dark knight series and with christian yeah. bale batman was elevated to a point that i never thought a superhero movie could get to right he, that, but, that's where we started this whole trend <laughs> exactly but that movie did those those movies did so amazingly well uh, nobody knew who Marvel was at that time, right? Yeah. And no one knew who it, Iron Man was. <laughs> yeah, but Warner Brothers had the momentum and they let it go. Yeah. And they've been letting it go ever since. I don't know whether Disney could buy the rights. Hey, Disney, if you're listening, buy the rights. Um, hey, you know what would be best? Um, we should have like a crossover movie with like yeah. the Disney and the Marvel people like all together, which is never going to happen in like a million years. But... Uh, you know, like something's actually affecting the earth, and all of these people like meet each other. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It doesn't really impact uh, this. Like, it's more like gaming related. But I have, I was reading some rumors and some reports that apparently, because there's um, a, a Warner Brothers company called mm-hmm. NetherRealms that makes like this Justice League Injustice video game, which is about like all these superheroes, like DC superheroes fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Disney was in talks with them, uh, which is because again, they're owned by Warner Brothers, so it's not like. They're talking to someone that's a, a separate company that works with Warner Brothers. They are owned by Warner Brothers, and they were talking to them about mm-hmm. making a Marvel game. And apparently, they're, they're hinting at, hey, if you can make the Marvel game, it goes well. Disney was basically implying, I, again, this is a rumor. I could be completely wrong. But apparently, <laughs> the, the, they were implying that if this goes well enough, like you can use these properties to play with DC characters. And it could be right. like a Marvel versus DC like video game. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. I mean, uh, the, we already understand what multiverses are, right? Why can't we pretend that there's one Earth which has Marvel and one Earth which has DC? Yeah. And then suddenly they collide in whatever way possible. It's like exactly. Flash going to the different universes. Or yeah. uh, Doctor Strange looking at 14 million scenarios. Billion? Million? Whatever that was. I, um, I might be mistaken, but I feel like um, the actual comic book side of it, they have done a crossover. Because they mm-hmm. there's like this mutual respect. This is This is purely greed, money... <laughs> business execs coming into play because they're like pretty no much. why would we give it to you like that's that's the only issue pretty much pretty much 
I think it's one of those things. Like I, I, I'm excited though. Um, I'm really, really excited for Justice League. As soon as it comes out. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I was just like looking up at the same time because I, I do um, want to see the DC vs Marvel thing because I swear I saw. Uh, maybe it was like someone from the maybe Superman holding like a Thor hammer or something Whoa. like that. I just remember, like, cause they have. See, I'm looking. It's on. Yeah, it is on Wikipedia. I, DC versus Marvel issue two to three title Marvel Comics versus DC. This was from in 996. So Whoa. this has been done. This is not like something. And you can see there's Batman, there's Wolverine, there's Captain America. Yeah, what? like that's what I'm saying. This has been done, but the problem is that like this is on the comic book side because they're they're like, yeah, let's do it. This yeah. will be amazing. On the movie side, they're like, no, no, no. How do we make a billion dollars without you yeah. guys getting a billion dollars? Yeah, right. But it's like the whole thing with Marvel and Sony talking about it and then walking away because everybody wanted a bigger cut of the whole thing with Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's just, I think it's absolutely ridiculous because you want you want fans to come back again and again and again actually give us the stuff that we want stop arguing but again you know what corporate budgets don't make sense there's there's a whole thing behind it that's you know yeah okay i don't know if um, this is this is a i don't know i mean i would be insulted by this because i'm just looking at what they did and they did like you know dc versus marvel in this comic book okay and it was cool what they did was they let the readers decide who would win against each other each Whoa. superhero so i like that like it was like it was kind of giving it to you like look we're not going to decide this because we're going to have our own biases but you yeah. guys decide but I don't know, like, there, there was a matchup of Thor versus Shazam. Like, like come on. Like, huh. Thor's a little better than no. that. <laughs> no. That's a little, I don't know, maybe, I, maybe I'm upsetting a lot of these people. That's insulting. But, and it says the Silver Surfer versus Green Lantern. Like, oh, okay. I mean, no, okay. Uh, the Flash versus Quicksilver, I can see that. Okay. I, I that, get that. That makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man versus Superboy? Who the hell is Superboy? Who the I guess hell is like, Superboy? I get like a tiny Superman. Is that that's a that's a brand <laughs> Spider Man? I'm just saying, like, as I'm seeing this, I can see some of them were shortchanged a little bit. Okay, well, okay, so but let's talk about the big ones, right? So if you had to put them together, Iron Man will go against Batman, correct? It, it, Iron Man wasn't even in this comic book for reason. It was Batman versus <laughs> Captain America. No, 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 no. That doesn't. It that has makes to no be sense. Captain America versus Superman. Okay, no, that's no, that's what has Superman. To be. No, Superman will snap him. Like Superman is Superman. You can't. Captain America needs okay. to go against someone who's equally okay. Like you Superman know. against Captain Marvel. Yeah, exactly. In this one, for some reason, they put Superman versus Hulk. Yeah, no. I no. see that. I get why. I get why they would do that. But, but no, man. no. But this no, is nine ninety six because nine ninety six. We got to remember all the uh, all these other characters like Iron Man stuff that weren't as popular. Yeah. So but, like you can kind of see that. But when you look at it this way, right? Like, so uh, I feel like the matchup should be uh, both in strength, but also characters, because effectively yeah. Marvel ripped off DC back in the day, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, so like Iron Man is a fancier version of Batman, but they're both the same yeah. thing. They're normal people with gadgets. That's all they yeah. are. So obviously they have to go against each other. Deadpool is a joke and- on Deathstroke. That was like the whole the real reason behind it. Oh. So like I I remember reading it somewhere that they literally created Deadpool as a as a funny version or a jokey version of Deathstroke. So I remember and I'm like, wow, that's actually I see that. <laughs> how how who would you put Deadpool against? Deathstroke, hundred percent. No, it but has they're both in the same. But they're both in the same universe. No, no, Deathstroke is is DC. Remember Deathstroke? We were just talking about Justice League. Oh crap! League? Oh, I don't know why I was thinking that was the X Men movie. 
Okay. No, no, yeah. Got it. Oh, my brain. So Deathstroke is um, played by um, who's uh, who's like the really tall, ghosty Joe, guy? Joe Manganiello. Yeah, that guy. That guy. So he's um, Deathstroke. Okay, let's talk about villains for a second. Yeah. Which villains would you put against each other? Who would you put Thanos against? See, that's the thing. Like, when I think about DC, right? So far, we've never seen a... A big, big... Yeah, like a DC big. villain that's, like, You've bigger than Joker. world. You've had Joker. You've had Joker, Penguin. Joker would be, like, Lex Luthor. I think Mr. Joker was Lex Luthor. Yeah, they're both the same universe. Yeah, Mr. Freeze, no. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no, but nothing... That's what I'm saying. They're all the same universe, though. They're all DC. They're all normal people who become bad for some reason or the other. Poison Ivy. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of all those people in my brain. They don't have somebody massive like Thanos. Well, Bizarro Superman, which is like the evil version of Superman. Who's yeah, but... Equally as strong. Or anyone... Maybe. You know what? Anyone, anyone from Krypton. Just anyone from Krypton that comes to Earth somehow. Fights Thanos. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, they won't have that many that. powers. Thanos has to f- know about them, right? Like... Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with with Thanos, right? He already kind of knows everything ahead of time, and he's he snap all these people, right? So, right. I honestly like that's that's the thing with Marvel. I will give it to them that their villains are grander of a scale right. than DC, right? And and more more like in, encompassing. Although that's why the movies make no sense because why is everybody not rushing to help each other? But anyways, that's a yeah. hole we will walk past. Um, See that's the thing. Like I feel like on like Joker would just get destroyed by anyone. Like Joker can't do anything. Yeah, but then you think of like Green Goblin. Yeah, but Green Goblin so, has that's the thing. He's got machinery, right? He's got stuff. Yeah, like, so you could put Green Goblin against like um, Joker or. Um, so wait, are we talking about Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Or are we talking about like Joker who has like a, a, an army honestly, and somehow lots of money? Honestly, in my brain, the Joker always is Jack Nicholson for some reason. No, or yeah, Heath okay, Ledger. okay, that one or I can Heath see. Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah, yeah, Again, Heath Ledger Joker like, had like money, right? But then, but then you've got Lex Luthor as well. So maybe Green Goblin against Lex Luthor instead. That makes, uh, uh, yeah, Green Green Goblin and Lex Luthor. That makes more sense because both of them right. have companies, lots of money, and they kind of you right. know, if, like uh, yeah, that makes more sense. I can see that. Right. So okay, that could work. But then I'm trying to I'm I'm struggling to find any other like big DC like like Dark Seed and everything from Justice League. We just don't that know enough work. about them. Or but like if, Steppenwolf. Yeah. Steppenwolf. Like maybe we talk about those guys and say they are one part one side but Thanos but then bigger than Thanos would be Mephisto in Marvel. So then would you put Darkseed against okay. Mephisto? <laughs> this is I, I wanna give them a credit for this. There's a website called Screen Rant that has this. I just wrote like DC villains versus Thanos. And the first thing that popped up is 10 DC villains who could defeat Thanos in seconds. Okay, okay, give me the names. Okay. Give me the names. So first it's I don't agree with this. It's Doomsday okay. that we saw no, in Batman no. Superman. Absolutely not. Number 19, destroyed by Thanos, Lex Luthor. Yeah, no shit, obviously. <laughs> 100%. Oh, okay, Someone, destroyed by Thanos. Okay. Yeah. They Based on this, it says Darkseed can defeat Thanos. No. Oh, no, yeah, Darkseed is like the big devil typey thing, right? And, uh, in because, the, again, we haven't seen him. That's the problem with the, with the Justice yeah. League movie from before, right? We haven't seen him at all. So we have no well, idea what we, he can do. Well, we know about Darkseed. He seems as, uh, you know, bad as Thanos. Okay, fine. I'll take again, that. Again, Destroyed by Thanos, Joker again. Yeah, okay, no, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> let's not pretend. Defeat Thanos, Brainiac, and I've seen Brainiac in like the uh. games and stuff like that. I actually did not know. To, he uh, technically he's supposed to be the smartest Brainiac? person out there. 
So like, yeah, exa- exactly, right? So I <laughs> guess like he would, yet? he would be like, okay. like the same way how Kryptonite is like Superman's uh, weakness. In, I'm sure he'll find out something about in Thanos. In saying that, Doctor Strange knows everything about the future, and even he couldn't defeat Thanos himself. Yeah, I mean, I see. This is the issue with all this, right? Because all these characters just know everything. So it's like, okay, like, wouldn't they just know what to do? Right. Okay. What's next? Um, okay, again, defeated by Thanos, uh, the Christian Wiggs, um, Cheetah. Yeah, no oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, fun. Yeah. Defeat Thanos, Ares. Ares is, I think, a... a oh, uh, he was in the first Superman movie, right? Ares, the... A-R-E-S, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was a... Uh, um, oh, my God, I keep thinking of him as Remus Lupin, but... Um, oh, I forgot his name. <laughs> Wait, Okay. One, like, I just want to bring this up. Whilst you look this up, I also just want to bring up that, um, yeah, obviously, again, Two Faced will be destroyed David by Thanos. Thule. Yeah, David Thewlis. So he was the, you know, he was the uh, the senator or whatever in the first uh, Wonder Woman movie, and then in the in the end, he becomes this big god typey thingy. That's oh Ares. yeah, yeah. That's Ares. Oh, I thought he was okay. No, Stephen Wolf is someone else. Then. That's did they bad. say? Did they say Ares can defeat Thanos? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. He couldn't even I, this defeat is interesting. Wonder Woman. Okay. Look, this is interesting because uh, this is the TV show I really like. Defeat Thanos. Is someone that can defeat Thanos? This is Lucifer Morningstar. No, no. So no. I mean, no. Technically, you're technically it makes sense. No. He's a devil. He's a devil. He can't die. Like he's even have to think about it. Okay, even if Thanos, Thanos snaps him die. and kills him, what happens? Lucifer just goes back to hell. Like he can't die. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay, I'll I'll take it by on a technicality. Exactly. That's what I was thinking about because I'm like, wow, I think that does make sense. I never thought about that. Okay, okay. Yeah, Bane, Bane would get destroyed, 100%. Oh, God, yes. See, okay, so I'm, I'm just reading it from the thing. Uh, basically, Lucifer Moistar's natural powers are what Thanos wishes to attain in the Marvel Universe by getting all the various mm-hmm. stones together. So that does make sense because Lucifer does have you know, all his powers and everything. Okay, fair enough. But he can't uh, snap destroy- and kill, like, whatever many people. But without the, without the stone, right? We're, we're talking Thanos one-on-one without his Infinity Gauntlet. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, then he Because if you think about it that way, then yeah, and like, without 100%. His, without, well, okay, Thanos one-on-one without the Infinity Gauntlet was, was almost defeated by Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor together. Right? Yeah. If you yeah. think about it. Okay. And I'm so, we're I mean, gonna take we're gonna take Avengers Endgame as canon now and go with that, but yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, but like yeah, that was kind of like the the main ones. I mean, other ones, other villains we don't really know about, but like yeah, like I mean, this is like a DC villain versus uh, uh, yeah. Thanos, right? So it's it's just a villain. So I, obviously, I feel but, like we didn't give enough credit to DC then. <laughs> okay, fair. yeah, but I think the problem is we don't know enough about them. Like yeah. <laughs> if you talk about Marvel, right? Like Marvel's pretty much ripped off like you've you've done the little bitty things, right? Then they've gone to big ones like Thanos and we've seen the full arc of Thanos. Um yeah. potentially Mephisto is coming out in some way or form now who is supposed to be like the big bad devil type thing in Marvel. Yeah. So Marvel's just going bigger to bigger to bigger, but DC just keeps getting stuck at small villains. Like effectively for the first Aquaman movie, the guy was just battling his brother. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm Basically. saying? Like, I mean, Patrick yeah. Wilson's great, but like he was literally, it was no big bad sort of thing. I mean, that's the problem with DC, right? It's nothing to do with um, with their the villains. I think it's just in terms of what seems to get them 
the sales because Joker just seems to do that because Joker is so is too close to what we see in real life with certain people, certain individuals that it elicits that fear response because with Thanos, we, we have to wonder, we have to imagine that world. With Joker, no jokes. Like with Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, we can be like, that can be anyone outside right now. And like, you know, like yeah. obviously had a lot of conversation, which was, you know, uncomfortable for Joaquin Phoenix where people were like accusing him of, you know, promoting stuff like this, which I don't agree with. Like, come on, like this is again, a work what? of art and he's put in so much work and everything like that. But like, you know, that's the thing. It was, a, it, it was scary enough. It was yeah. almost like we're watching like a true crime documentary mm-hmm. versus uh, which is Marvel, right? But the problem is when you when DC tries to do this Marvel type stuff with their villains, we're like, okay, you're like yeah, that wasn't that good. Like uh, Cheetah, like really Cheetah, man. And then Pedro Pascal is being like this line everything. Um, but my problem is just that that um, I think, and I'm sure we've said this at some stage, right? But um, Marvel never tried to run before it could walk. Yeah. <laughs> Warner Brothers, I don't, I don't even want to say DC because it's not DC. Warner Brothers keep trying to do that. Exactly. And I have to go, why? Why do you have to do that? We we were patient. It's, it's like this thing of it's going to run out. People are going to stop thinking about this or caring about this. What are we going to do then? But yeah. hey, there's, there's always going to be this core thing. Like, look at video games. They, they never go out of style. This stuff will always have an audience. Yeah. Um, I agree. Comic Con and like you know they would they, they gone out are the days where Comic Con was like a niche group. Oh god! And like all that was like a niche thing. Now it's like no matter what people think, like everyone like it's always funny for me to think because of how uh, mainstream games like Fortnite, video games, Star Wars, all mm-hmm. this stuff has become. That everywhere in TV shows, movies, people refer to it. And at one point, it was like that one nerdy or geeky person that would refer to these things, and you would latch on to be like, oh. Oh, they brought this up in a TV show or in a movie. Oh my God, I love that stuff too. Yeah. And I feel like that's the thing where I think, you know, I hope that Warner Brothers just understand because I, I just think it's bad management. I think mm-hmm. for them, the problem is they just look at everything as cents and dollars in terms of what they can do and not that, okay, let's cater to the fans. Let's mm-hmm. give them something that sets up something big and the money will come. Instead, they're like, what do we do now? What mm-hmm. binary code do we use to give it to a crowd and they just start throwing money at the wall and we get money and we'll worry mm-hmm. about the future later. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. And, I just, and I think that's what it is. I'm hoping that with Justice League, Snyder Cut coming out, maybe we'll see the start of a new era. Um, exactly. But knowing Warner Brothers, they'll find a way to screw it up anyways. I know. Um, I, I have such high hopes for this. Like, the more uh, I read about it, I trust Zack Snyder. I trust what he's doing. And I'm like, I, please, just... I saw the trailer so many times. Yeah. In, like, the space of, like, two days. Because yeah. every time you watch it, you just get more and more excited by it. Exactly. I mean, they're, they've done a good was... job to build the hype. Oh, yes. But also the fact is that Zack Snyder knows what he's doing. He's not a, he's not a copier. He's not a, he's not a churn the same factory out type of person. Exactly. And, and this, is, this is where I'm afraid of with J.J. Abrams. Because I don't yeah, I mean, know what he will do. Because he doesn't know how to forge a new path. He just knows how to take the old one, make it pretty, and release it again. Like, I could be wrong. I think it might have been another another um, director. But who was the one that directed Sumai Returns with Brandon Routh? Um, oh. it's a good one. Because I, I was just like, I was just thinking about that. I was like, wait, who directed that? And... 
I feel like that person's kind of like gone out of Brian Singer. Oh my god, yeah. Oh no, he's not coming back. Yeah, he's. I think he's out. He's done. He's not coming back ever at all, ever. Well, he shouldn't. <laughs> he should not come back. Well, he was trying to, but yeah. So yeah, no, bro, uh, yeah. But those movies were not good. Yeah, no, like, exactly. I mean, they were not good. Like, I mean, Kevin Spacey was probably the better part of those movies as next movie. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Superman Returns was it was it was continuing Superman without having like a base with Superman because the last right. Superman movie that came out right. was Christopher Reeves. So it's like, right. dude, you need to, you can't continue. Like the reason that Tom Holland's Spider-Man just continued from where it was because everyone remembers Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man even now. It, yeah. That was not yeah. very, very long ago. So yeah. it's like, you can't just say Superman returns and we're like, what? Where did he go? When, uh, he left? <laughs> and Wait, we're so I confused. thought that was, the, that, was, that was the second movie. No, that's not. That's no, the no, that's, first that's the first movie. Yeah, that's the first movie. You serious? Yeah. Oh, see, I thought there was a second version with Brandon Routh. Maybe I'm wrong. And no, they, I mean, they wanted Routh to. Only they wanted to them. make more. They wanted to make more, right? But obviously, it just didn't do well enough. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I think it's I just mean, one of those things. It's um that was that was not good. I'm sorry. Like, I think Brandon Routh was a great choice, but um not really sure if he was. Yeah. Well, this is the state of... <laughs> this is the state of the of the DC TV show movie lineup, and obviously we'll keep hating on DC until they give us a good movie. Hopefully, very soon. Please let let it just hate. Thing do it's well. It's not hate. It comes out of love. It comes out of love. Please give Henry Cable whatever money he wants and make uh, the Witcher movie. I guess <laughs> on top of the TV show, yes, just get him. Yes, just buy yeah. Henry Cable. Keep him with you. Keep just him on. Just keep him shooting as the Witcher the entire time. We'll take it. We'll take it. Exactly. So thank you everyone for joining today. It was great. We had a lot of good conversations. Please email us at fresh off the screen podcast at gmail.com. That's fresh off the screen podcast at gmail.com. I know it's a word full or a mouthful, but. It's like all the links and everything will be in the description so you can check it out there copy paste it we'll probably change it at some point the email address yeah. because I feel like it's a <laughs> no. little long but just just bear with us for now so thank you everyone yeah. thank you so much Harvey I will see you next time see ya bye <laughs>